Pickaxe. Hello, everyone. Hello. And welcome to Kirsty and Briny's Comfort Zone. I am Kirsty. And I am Briny. And we listen to each other's dreams and try and figure out what's going on in our heads. Yeah. Apart from today, it's just my head. Yeah, I don't actually dream, so... <sighs> I'm going to have to bring this up at your yearly my, review, yeah. I'm afraid. Sorry, <laughs> performance I'm, I'm trying my best. <laughs> I just... every I feel like every week I'm coming over here and saying... Just, there's no dreams happening, but it's true. There's no dreams. Coming over here. Coming over dreams. dreams. <laughs> Not having a single bloody dream. <laughs> Not one. Need more guests. Did I talk about the aeroplane one on the podcast? Uh, I can't remember. Because that was the last dream that I remember. I feel like you did. What, I it took place did. in an airport. No. Oh, in that case. No? Oh, okay. Airport? Well, I can say that one, but I might have already got over it. But oh no we'll see I think mm, it's the one that I told you about in DMs it was about the Swedish aeroplane oh yes but I don't know if I talked about that on the podcast honestly no sorry if I did everybody but I don't think I did this is the problem with so <laughs> to give an idea of a general like day to day thing that can happen uh, yesterday Kirsty and I recorded together for three hours then we streamed yes. together for three hours then we had a break and then we streamed together for another two hours yes so and obviously we like dm and stuff between then so the things that we've said publicly and the things that we've said to each yeah, other they're all just blurred together stew i have no idea <laughs> like i don't know yeah what, what have i told you what have i not told you i'll never tell do yeah, I'm really bad with that stuff. Like, I, I'll say things on stream and I'll have that feeling of like, I've said this have before. I already said this or did I say this to Alex or something? Or did I just have this conversation in my head? Or <laughs> what is reality? What is it? I don't know. It's it's just bleh. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, there you go. I've got one in the back pocket at the very least. Uh, nice. That I may or may not have already talked about. It's fine. We'll just pretend that everyone else has deja vu. Yeah. And it wasn't us. And we definitely yeah. remembered. It was, I mean, it was a very good, well, it wasn't good, but it was very vivid. And I remember everything about it. Um, But no oh, more. I know what I'm getting confused with. Last week. Yeah. We had, uh, Ryan had a dream that was in an airport and I remember you looking up airport, oh, but it was for that yeah. dream. It wasn't for your one. So I don't think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shall I just I say it? Yeah, let's just. I feel like I'm like blue balling everyone. Just like, Being I had a dream. The bush. I might think, I might talk about it. I might have already talked about it. I don't know. <laughs> well, I'll talk about it right now. Okay. I had a dream. Tell us, tell us your dream. I'll tell you. I'll tell you right now. Okay. So. I was in my old street, like my yeah. parents' old street. I might have like walked out of the house. I don't know. I have a lot of dreams where I'm outside my parents' house for yeah. some reason. Like there's a lot of those. Um, but yeah, this one, I was walking down the street towards like the end of the road 
And well, first of all, it was kind of like there was some sort of like school or university there because I got to the end of the road and there were some girls that <laughs> Sorry, it's like a real dream recording. Um there were some <laughs> girls that uh I don't, I don't know what they were doing, but they, they seemed like sort of sort of mean, but I started tagging along with them. Yeah. And they walked a little bit up the the road, like the main road that the actual road is attached to. And they came to a window of a guy that apparently we all knew. Uh and it was like his halls of residence. So the the biggest girl, like the tallest lady, she started tying his windows together with string. I don't know why. Oh. Kind of like how you tie like two pairs of shoes together to trip someone over, but it was just the windows. Yeah. And I don't know what that did, but we came back to like where my parents' road was, and this guy had been, I, I don't want to say arrested because it wasn't arrested, but he was in trouble with like the teachers. Um, something had happened. He had something in his dorm and what these girls did, like summoned the teachers to find out. It was like he had like drugs in there or something. And he's like, oh, my girlfriend's in there. She's still in my dorm. Please go and tell her that I'll be back soon. And we're like, (laughs) yeah, right. So he's about to get carted away on a bus. And all the other like girls, I think we're just going to get on the bus as well. At that point, I look up in the sky and I see a plane. And it's getting closer and closer. And I'm like, that's not supposed to be that close. And then I notice that it's on fire. And I'm like, hmm, that's not good. So I start running because it's going to land on me. And what it does is it touches down on the floor, like scrapes along the entire road, gets to the end of the road, at which point the bus is now pulled up. It plows through the bus, leaving a big round hole in the bus. And then it shoots back up in the sky and explodes. And then debris starts to fall on everything. Um, So I'm looking up at the sky, looking at all this debris, and I need to avoid it. I'm like, okay, that bit is going to be coming down. So what I did was I like backed up against a, a bush, like a hedge in someone's garden, and made myself as small as possible, like, please don't land on me, please don't land on me. And there's debris landing everywhere, and it was so close. It was like... If I had whiskers, it would have brushed my whiskers as it landed in front of me sort of thing. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, and, and I think that's it. I think that's it. But it was so vivid, and I just remember everything about it, and it was pretty scary. Oh, yeah, and the plane was a Swedish airliner, so I blamed Ruthian. <laughs> yeah. That's fair news. And that was um, it. That was the dream. I found two two of my cards my dream cards throughout that yeah and they pretty much go together really well like they both have a sun in the top left and they both have the same color sky like a pinky sky uh but one is disasters and one is transport okay so i thought i can put the two of these together (laughs) it says any mode of travel is likely to convey a message about the way you're making progress in your life so do you feel like <laughs> you're the bus or the plane? <laughs> <laughs> or both? Just disasters <laughs> all round. <laughs> bus with the big hole in it. Plane explode. 
Oh, and no. rain debris. It's all me. IRL. Oh, it says the direction and speed of travel will offer further interpretive clues. Aircraft in dreams suggest new experiences and excitement. Yay! What if they <laughs> blow up? Uh... <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Um, I'll look at the disasters for that. Okay, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> dreaming of any kind of disaster, whether natural or man-made, such as uh -huh, explosions, uh -huh. bombs and accidents, can be extremely unsettling. Un unsettling. However, such dreams are not typically precognitive. They are more likely to suggest fears or anxieties or something that you feel is out of your control. Perhaps you're anxious about your future or your peace of mind or possibly you're worried about your health. Alternatively, you may be going through a personal change that is making you feel uncertain about your direction in life. Oh, if the disaster has many victims, maybe your unconscious is telling you it's time to stop following the crowd. Oh, <laughs> well, gosh. actually... Just, just blow them up instead. <laughs> there weren't any victims. I mean, oh. I don't know if there was anyone on the plane, but um, the people on the bus, they, they hadn't actually got onto it at that point so the plane like oh. zoomed past made like a comically round hole in the bus and then they were just like well that just happened like nobody actually got hurt fire may suggest passion perhaps your emotions are rampaging dangerously <laughs> Could you is is the, the plane your emotions <laughs> not the rhythian plane it's on it's fire with rampaging. passion yeah oh no <laughs> Don't stop listening with the Because <laughs> it says on the transport card, it says, uh, oh, if you're in a bus or coach, this suggests conformity. So you want a non conventional passion because <laughs> your passion is smashing up conformity. Oh, my God. oh no. <laughs> um, it also says, an act of terrorism can reflect social insecurity, the feeling that others are not to be trusted or cannot be understood. I don't know if there was any of that, though. Like the plane yeah. was just sort of its own entity. Naughty um, little plane. A naughty little plane. And it did just kind of land on the floor and... The whole way. Yeah. But then until it flew back up in the air. So wait, it was unscathed. It just flew off. It was well, until fine. it blew up, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It, it literally, it was like, <laughs> imagine plane crashing and like wings falling off, or even wings falling off before it hit the floor. It was like flaming, and it hit the floor. No wings, just the main body, like scooting just along passion. the road. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> honestly the plane and the bus like just thinking about it now i'm like oh my god what would freud say about this <laughs> <laughs> it was just a plane making a large hole in a bus and going through it oh uh, yes it, it was a long thin plane <laughs> smashing its way through your bus <laughs> what could it mean <laughs> through your bus <laughs> Leaving the burning hole. <laughs> oh my God. It's, it's impossible to know how he would have interpreted it. We, we never know. We'll never know. No, we won't. And then exploding we'll after that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Moving on. 
Um, I did get slightly distracted whilst I was looking for my cards because they all have names and one of them uh, is flying without wings. And it just made me be like, I just got the song stuck in my head. I'm flying without <laughs> wings. So impossible. <laughs> and I was like, no, focus, focus. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you have been under like a bit of stress recently and this does just sound like a stress dream maybe it's to do with like so okay the things that you're doing at the moment or you're preparing for are things that are out of your ordinary schedule whereas things like buses and planes are on a schedule so maybe it's the stress of things going off schedule and therefore colliding with each other because you know not that buses and planes come across each other very often but i guess you know if one thing is set to go at one time and then if that's changed slightly oh no collision sort of thing like if you've got a fear of double booking something or oh god i definitely got that yeah like i wonder if it's something to do with that just like oh no i've scheduled this thing and this thing but they're at the same time so now they're gonna bash into each other Mm -hmm. i have done that several times this month it is so busy if i if i could dream right now there would be so many stress dreams but i can't (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah that's my very professional interpretation That's, that's very good that's very good. I um that and the burning passion, of course. <laughs> can't can't forget that. No, we can't. <laughs> oh my gosh, the fact that you hid in a bush as well. What is that? Oh say? my fucking god. would you like to hear one of one of my dreams? <laughs> yeah, go on then. Go on then. I have absolutely no memory of what either of these two are. And they were only like a couple weeks ago. I'm sure it'll come back to me. But yes. Okay. This one was on the 21st of January. Okay. Let's uh, do it. And it's quite long. It's almost five minutes. Sorry. Oh, bloody Soz. hell. All right. Get yourself a nice drink. Settle yeah. Pause, pause it. We'll wait. Go and get yeah. a drink. And uh, put on some nice slippers or cozy yeah. socks. Here we go. Three. Two, one, go. Hello, I had very active dreams. Uh, it started off that Fionn was pregnant, um, but it wasn't Jerry's baby. I don't remember what had happened, but there was some sort of like special baby that had been lying dormant and all of a sudden it was like time for baby. And she was just acting perfectly normal, but she um, had this like... Just a massive lump on it in her like in her tummy. And um I was like, Oh, do I call the vet? Is she just gonna know what to do? Like I don't know. But then it changed to I was going to this theme park and there was like these three ladies who were trying to assassinate us. Um, I think I was just there with like Yogscast people, but I don't know if we were meant to be something other than that. But yeah, they were trying to to take us all down. Um, and I remember like we turned up at this theme park and I saw different people go off in different ways and I would see the assassins go. But I think two of the assassins got taken down. 
And then one of them came for me and I just started talking to her and we were just sort of like, like, um, also suspicious of each other, but getting along. And then we were on this like raised platform looking down on this penguin display and Lewis was in with the penguins and he was giving some speech about the reason we'd all gone there for. And I was filming the penguins. I remember he was annoyed at me, but I don't remember why, probably because I wasn't listening. I was just filming the penguins. And then I walked down a bit along the platform and there was like this massive brown bear suddenly stood up on its like hind legs and I started filming it and I was getting this really lovely shot of like the big nose. And then all of a sudden it just like put my phone, like it bit my phone and my hands were both in its mouth and I was like I can't let go of the phone all of my buddy photos are in there so I was like wrestling with this bear um with this assassin next to me and I finally managed to wrestle the phone out of the bear's mouth and it was all sort of like it was still fine but it was slightly crushed but I looked down at my hands and they had this like scarring all over them but healed scarring and the lady was like you know she was worried and I think she was going to help look after me but then the dream jumped again and I was in this really like fancy boys school where everyone had these like emerald green uniforms and the floors were really weird because the first three floors were like standard floors and then all of a sudden there was a big gap and then there was just really like three really close together floors so I was trying to go up the stairs but all of a sudden you'd just be like in these really squished little stairs. And then after two or three flights, you'd suddenly have a big jump up and I wasn't tall enough to get up on the next flight of stairs. It was really weird. Um, but I remember this feeling of people being like, oh, he doesn't belong here. Because um, I'd been transferred there or something. Uh I think that's all I remember. I think there was another part to the dream, but... Oh, yeah, there was another part. I went round a friend's house from primary school and it was just her and her mum and her child there. And they had these little, like, pin badges and stickers up on the wall that just said, what war? And I was just there like, wait, are you denying that, like, there's any wars going on in the world at the moment? And they were just like, what was? And I was like, oh my gosh. And I remember I had to leave the house and the front door was like glass and had like a what war sticker on it. And my dad was on the driveway, but he was talking to someone, but I don't know who. And I started to write a message on the floor. And all I remember is that the last word was carrots. And I think I kept on spelling it wrong somehow. <laughs> and dad was just like, no, no, no. It's not this, it's this. And then I just wrote carrots down again. Um, but yes, the end. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye. Bye bye. There you go. Every time I hear myself yawn, it makes me yawn. Yeah, same. <laughs> God, there was a lot going on there. There really was. So, Fionn pregnant? Yeah. It began with that, right? You, you dream about. Pregnant things a lot. Well, I wonder if 
we had of would we have known that we were going to get a baby hamster then oh maybe first might have known perhaps i don't know no i think maybe this was before that maybe it was a premonition of a baby Um, i don't know i feel like i've looked up pregnancy so many times yeah (laughs) but i'm gonna look it up again do it look it up again we need to start keeping little bookmarks in there yeah to dream of pregante usually denotes a fairly protracted waiting period being necessary for something possibly the completion of a project a new area of our potential or personality is developing interestingly enough to dream of pregnancy seldom actually means one's own pregnancy uh, oh, to dream of someone else being pregnant suggests that we are in a position to observe part of ourselves developing new skills or characteristics. We may be unaware of what the outcome of this process will be. Um, I wonder then if that would be to do with, because it was Fifi being pregante, um, I have been thinking recently about how I would like to do a mini like jingle jam like a mini stream festival in summer for Mm -hmm. animal charities over the week of the like national rabbit week which is at the end of june beginning of july yeah i wonder if it was that project that's a cool idea me my brain is pregnant with bunny ideas (laughs) with ideas (laughs) Uh, and as Fifi is my bunny, it was her giving birth to such ideas. I, maybe I, I don't know. Maybe it's the only maybe, like, maybe. thing I could think of. What happened after it? Because I, I, it was like very specific that it wasn't like that. Her and Jerry had made a baby. Um, yeah, it was just a baby was- that was like oh it's been lying dormant it's either that very sensible suggestion or i did have a conversation around then with trot and tom hazel about those little toy aliens you could get and how people used to think they could get pregnant but i'll pretend it's the grown-up sensible (laughs) idea of my future hopes and dreams (laughs) and and not that i read a whole article where someone tried so many different things like they did it very scientifically and they went through they had like a whole thesis right right right, right. about them because they were like once and for all we're gonna we're gonna find out <laughs> if this rumor was true <laughs> it was not uh, it is spoilers not, not true um, um well th- that was just one little portion of the dream though yeah. like you ended up f- fighting bears and going to boys school and and bloody hell. I wonder if assassins are in the book. Maybe. Or if not, like killers or something like that, you know? Yeah. What were they trying to get you with? Did they have like a knife? I don't know. I have a feeling that it was very stereotypical, like um, like hidden knife assassins. And I just remember it was like these three ladies and i think they were meant to be like um there's a person a character in a book called priory of the orange tree uh Mm -hmm. who she comes from 
like a they're not assassins but they are they're not opposed to assassination <laughs> if it's if it works for their cause or something yeah. um but it was very much like that character in the book like you know being able to sneak through the castles and stuff and and go unseen and blend in with the shadows it was Just like a that rogue. sort of classic yeah rogue. Well, I managed to win her over and she nice. didn't want to kill me in the end because she could have killed me whilst I was wrestling with a bear at any minute and no one would have batted an eyelid, but she didn't. So I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe I'll look up murder. Murder. Yeah, murder. that's what I do. It, um, oh, your dream's right. It's like... I think I've just stolen all of yours. Yeah, that's it. You stole all of mine <laughs> and they're all just like, pew, 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 pew. here's every dream. Just in quick succession. <laughs> so much stuff. It's crazy. It's sort of like, I, I guess maybe it does reflect how I think throughout the day. Because I was talking to a friend, a friend who is very used to me and how much my brain... Appears to jump around, but there is logical things for me. It's just that I've gone through like a quick, like, I don't know. Oh, there's a dog. Dog's wearing pajamas. I need new pajamas. I also need toilet paper. Oh, toilet paper is this color. Oh, I need. And then I'll just say something. There's been a connection for me, but to them, uh, they've been like dogs. Oh, it might snow today. And they're like, sorry, what? (laughs) (laughs) But... I replied to her with something and she just sort of looked at me and she was like, you're going to have to talk me through your thought process for how you just got there. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, if we ourselves are being murdered, uh, a part of our lives is completely out of balance and we are being destroyed by external circumstances. But I wasn't. So maybe that's a sign that I'm worried Something's Maybe? out of balance, but I'm actually okay. I don't know. Um, the next bit of it is like to be angry enough to kill. Oh, were you? And I'm like, I, well, <laughs> I, not in this dream, but I remember I will very often, I've not had them for a long time actually, but I, I will often have dreams where I'm so angry at someone and I'm trying to hurt them and I can't and it's so frustrating like they are just laughing at me and i am trying to like hit them but it it just does nothing and i'm just like (laughs) why am i not breaking you yeah i know what you mean i feel like i've had dreams like that before yeah it says Mm. suggests that we are still holding some kind of childhood anger oh yeah it is kind of like a kid like being held back while they swing their arms wildly you know that kind of vibe yeah you're not really doing anything but you're just so Mm. Uh, it will usually happen those sorts of dreams it will be that um alex doesn't love me anymore no it'd just be like yep just don't no reason just i'm I'm so done with you and then i'll be really like and then everyone else is just like ha ah. and it just makes me more angry yeah. um but thankfully i've not had one of those for a while that's good um yeah. that that is they are so stressful when you have dreams where people are like ganging up on you 
and yeah being mean it does really feel like it it feels like um like when you get a flashback in a movie to someone's childhood <laughs> and everyone's like ha ha look at yeah, you you Trousers fell down or something. I don't know. <laughs> and they they come to like oh no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, you found something. Bear actually has a section. Normally it just oh. says sea animals, um, but bears aren't sea animals. Ah. Uh-huh. Uh, it says to have a bear alive in a dream indicates aggression. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. What's oh, wrong dear. with me? It's a very um, aggressive, Brainy. I didn't want to say it, but... <laughs> oh. oh, the bear symbolizes spiritual strength and power, both latent, for example, when a bear hibernates, and also apparent. <laughs> so I have powerful sleep. That's what it means. <laughs> aggressive sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, that is very interesting, because uh-huh. recently I have been very frustrated at how much I've been sleeping, because I will wake up with my alarm and then I'll fall back to sleep for over an hour. And I'll, I'll feel just like, like... me for real, for real. <laughs> I, I do feel like I could get up now. Why don't I just get up now? And for some reason, I just lose that battle every single day. Yeah. And then yeah. I get frustrated because then obviously I can't get to sleep at night because I've overslept. And then I sleep in for longer the next day. And it's just this ongoing thing. So I wonder if it is like a big sleepy bear that I'm trying to wrestle with where I'm just like... <laughs> Let me wake up, stop hibernating. Maybe if you're like worried about your sleep pattern and how it's changing, then maybe yeah. the bear could be the one. And you're just like, because I do drink all bear. the time about like in winter, I just want to eat and hibernate. I just, I'm hungry all the time and I'm eepy all the time. And yeah, that that is essentially a bear just without the butt pluck. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about bear butt plugs. (laughs) So I guess it's that. Is that Um, a Kirby Craft reference or was that a comfort zone reference? I can't remember. I don't know. I've thought about it many times. Maybe don't (laughs) Google bear butt plugs to find out. It's very interesting. (laughs) (laughs) It's just it's just one of the things bears do. It just it's natural. It's fine. But we're not responsible for what other results you'll find if you Google oh, it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that is true, actually. Yeah, the number of times I've just tried to find cute bunny things on Etsy and faced, you know, pom tail butt plugs. <sighs> too many, too many times. Too many times. How do you even sit down? Oh, no, it's just, it's just, uh, anyway, so there were penguins in the dream as well. <laughs> penguins, right. Yeah. Penguins and Lewis. Uh, who was annoyed at me for for some reason, but that I feel like that is just Lewis. It's just standard, really. Yeah. yeah, I feel like half the time when I'm talking, I'm worried that he's annoyed at me. Don't get me wrong, Lewis is very lovely, but he has ah penguin seabirds. Yes, you are. <laughs> um, he uh, he has that vibe about him. Yeah, I think he's just one of those people who you naturally want to. Not like want to please, like I can't try. It is kind of like that, though. Like it's, it's, uh, yeah. I know what you mean. Like you'd like to word it in a different way, but that's kind of it on a base level. It's like, yeah. Um, It's kind of like a disappointed dad. 
Yes. Except instead of innocent until proven guilty, it's disappointed until proven useful. <laughs> Competent. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of it. Yeah. I just want Lewis to say he's proud of me. <laughs> All I want. <laughs> um, funnily enough, penguins. The penguin is thought to represent adaptability, but also possibly stupidity. <laughs> penguins aren't stupid. Oh, that tracks. Are they? <laughs> I think they, they might be a little bit stupid. Oh, is it true that when penguins follow aeroplanes, they fall over? Maybe. Or is that just a I myth? I don't know. I've I've never I've never heard that one before. Apparently, like they had to stop flying planes over certain parts because the penguins would watch them and then they'd just fall over backwards. But I don't Aww. know if that's true. I mean, I can see that happening. Absolutely. That that sounds like Yeah. I'm convinced, honestly. Hang on, let me Google it. Edinburgh Zoo employs penguin erector. <laughs> Don't Google that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Claim the claim Edinburgh Zoo employs uh penguin erector after planes fly over is FFS. What does that mean? Uh it means it's wrong, it's fake. False, false saucy lies. False, false saucy lies. I don't know. Oh yeah, it is false. Oh, For okay. fact's sake, this claim is baseless, ridiculous, and or logically impossible. <laughs> this is like a Snopes thing, but it's a, a Scottish oh. website called The Ferret. Oh. I don't think it would be impossible for a penguin to fall over. I think anybody could, honestly. Yeah. yeah. I, oh, well, no, I, that does make me happy, though, because I did, I do worry about the penguins. A lot. Mm. Ever since seeing that documentary where... The penguin went a bit mad and walked off on its own, away from its group. Oh, it just makes me so sad thinking about it. It's Aww. a Werner Herzog thing. <laughs> I just think about Grape Kun and his little girlfriend. Aww. Have you ever heard about Grape? No, but it sounds cute. It's cute, but it's sad. Oh. So, I can't remember what kind of penguin he was, but I assume they mate for life. Yeah. Um, and his partner passed away and he got really no. sad. Um, and it was in a Japanese zoo and they had uh, a promo for an anime um, at the time. So there were cutouts around the zoo and they'd put, uh, is it, a, I think it's a gaijinka. It's like when it's a human, but with like, you know, the features of something else, like an animal or a Pokemon or whatever. Yeah. Um, so it's sort of like a semi cosplay. So this was a gaijinka of a penguin uh, on the cutout near the penguin thing. So Grape fell in love with the cutout Aww. and would just stare at it every day. Um, so eventually they moved the cutout into his um, his enclosure and he just sat with it and fell in love with it. Aww. And it was really sad. <laughs> but then he he passed away, but I think just like naturally in like yeah. 2017, I want to say. Um, but he was with his girlfriend till the end. Like, I'll send you a picture. He was a Humboldt penguin. There you go. Was it Edinburgh Zoo that had the penguin boyfriends? That does sound right, yeah. Oh, his little anime girlfriend. Oh my gosh. I'm trying to think what I think of penguins. I love penguins. I don't necessarily... I think that they are goofy little guys. I don't think I would call them stupid, but they are... 
I I like them. Um, so I probably would if if Lewis decided to you know try and give a speech I was meant to pay attention to while standing amongst penguins. Of course, I'm not going to be listening to what he's going to say. Of course, I'm going to be watching penguins. That's on Dream Lewis. Yeah. Why would you I give feel? a speech amongst penguins anyway? Because yeah. people will just be paying attention to the penguins. Yeah. Maybe That's that was fault. the point. Maybe he was saying that we're all fired. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's just there like, oh, penguin. penguin. <laughs> He's like, yep, no objections. Good. Excellent. Right. Moving on. <laughs> Um, and then there was a whole bit in a school at the end yeah you went to a boys school and they were like he doesn't belong here yeah I was specifically a a boy that I went to primary school with um, okay called Freddy I was I was him I don't know I've not spoken to him since primary school so I have no idea what happened to him after the age of 10 or 11 or whatever but um but yeah I, I was he and I was in this school. The funny thing is, I went to see a film two days ago that was very much similar to this dream, but I wouldn't have known that. <laughs> if I had have had this dream last night, I would have gone, that's because I went to see The Holdovers. And yeah. that's very much the basis of that film is a like boys boarding school where people huh. feel like they don't fit in. Whereas... At that time, I had I didn't even know what that film was about, let alone that I was going to see it. So, oh, that's interesting. Just having a little cheeky premonition. Yeah, just a cheeky premonition. Just a little one. Nothing more. Nothing less. Um, but I guess it is like, I mean, I have thought a lot recently about about not fitting in. I guess. I guess there's like. A lot of streamer culture. Sorry. <laughs> I was trying not to hiccup, but it made my voice just waver. I'm not going to cry. <laughs> um, you're crying. Uh, no, I a lot of like streamer culture that I don't like and I don't feel part of. Mm-hmm. And maybe it was to do with like, maybe they announced TwitchCon around then or something. Uh, I don't know. And I was just like... The idea of being locked in a place with lots of streamers would make me feel that way, maybe. Yeah, maybe. It could be something to do with that. I guess TwitchCon is the boarding school of streamers. (laughs) 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 Where you got your cool kids and your kids that don't fit in and weird stairs that don't line up, probably. Maybe. I've never been to one. I don't know. Um, it's just the tone line up. Because <laughs> it was really weird. There was like three normally spaced floors and then all of a sudden a really high up one that was really small. And I just couldn't jump up onto the stairs. Huh. I feel like I've had a, another dream that had the exact same theme of floors that don't line up, but it was a car park of a shopping center. Okay. And I couldn't get onto the right floor then either. I've had a similar one as well of um, of my old school and the staircase there. I've had a few dreams about like the staircases in in that school, and that they'd have like big gaps in them, and like they'd have no railings and stuff like that. Yeah. So it made it difficult to traverse. I mean, I think we've looked upstairs before, and it said that 
<laughs> we looked upstairs and there was no one there. No, we looked upstairs and there it was something about life. I can't remember. I'll look it, it up again. Something about so life. Something about stairs. See buildings. Ba 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 ba. Stairs are often an indication of the steps we must take in order to achieve a goal. So I guess it's like if you're, I, I guess that is just goals feeling unattainable or not easy to get to if the stairs are uneven and stuff. It, it's just like, you know, you can see where you need to get to, but it's difficult to do. I guess that is just a very basic Yeah, no, that makes symbolism. sense. Like, yeah, it's. I, I was thinking that it just feels like any sort of staircase with uh, something in the way. Yeah. Feels like a goal that you're trying to get to and it's just not bloody working. It's like running slowly in a dream. Like, why can't I run quickly? That is frustrating. So a big mixed bag of things, but I feel like there's reasons behind all of it. It's all projects, difficult to attain things, and being sleepy. And (laughs) Lewis. (laughs) Lewis. Lewis in with the penguins. Um, yeah. Well, I'm I'm glad we got something because there was so much stuff. <laughs> but to be fair, it did it did make a, a fair bit of sense once you picked it all apart. Yeah, and and not a not a bit of burning passion in sight. No, maybe I've saved that for another dream. Oh, oh, and then Perhaps. there was a whole section at the end that like just completely forgot about with my old. Another friend that I went to primary school with, actually. Yeah. Um, just being in denial of world, world events. <laughs> don't know what that was about. Interesting. Like, what war? Oh, no. Oh, yeah, never, the what war bit. Never yeah, heard of war, war, The fact there war, was, war. like, all these really, like, rainbow-coloured stickers and stuff. They were really, like, bright and bubbly stickers, but they were just, like, we're just denying that there's war in the world. <laughs> I was like, okay. Why? Yeah, <laughs> and then I couldn't spell carrots. I guess. I guess it's uh, another sort of aspect of feeling a bit left out, and like you know, it, it, I guess it just highlights a divide between people. Yeah. Like if there's people there that are like, what, what, no, what? That's not happening, and you're like, what? Do, 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 what are you talking about? Of course there is. So it's just you know, the same sort of thing. Well, I guess like another thing that I found. I mean, I've talked to you a little bit about this. Uh, privately but um a thing i felt very divided with in the last year or so is like having because obviously like being vegan is one of like for some people it's just a, a dietary thing but for me it's just pure love of animals and wanting to do what i can to protect them and i guess having so many friends who were just like you know i'm gonna do a how many chicken nuggets can I eat on stream challenge and stuff like that. I wonder if it's to do with that, like yeah. them being like, no, it's fine. What problem? No. <laughs> so I, think, I wonder if it's like that sort of divide as well, like yeah, having the be. not fitting in and then having, you know, the people acting like everything in the world is fine. I like, I, I wonder if it, if that yeah. is feeding into it. I would say so. That, Definitely seems, you know, linked for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah. For real, for real. For real, for real. I did bring one other dream. 
that I have yeah. also no memory of, but it's shorter. So <laughs> hopefully there's less to unpack. Okay. Uh, if there's anything left to unpack, because I feel like everything sort of got said in that dream, but we are I wonder if there's a whole lot, but you know, there's always room for more. <laughs> <laughs> this was a week later, so maybe we can see if I've resolved any of the issues from the first dream. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do it. Okay. Three, two, one, go. I had a dream that I was lying in bed, but I could hear people moving outside and I looked out. And there was like, all the neighbours were gathered in the street and they were looking up at the stars. And Alex was outside talking to, I think a guy who was meant to be cleaning our windows or something. Um, and I looked up and there was like these, like green and purple, like shooting stars, but they were huge. Like in the sky, they were like the size of a pea for me. Um, so I was like, oh my gosh, I need to go and see this. And I put my Udi on and I kept on looking outside, but I never actually went outside. Like I kept looking outside and being like, yeah, yeah, I really should go. I really should go. Um, and I remember there was this music playing and I was thinking like, oh, the music's playing, so they must still be happening because they wouldn't be playing this exciting music. And then all of a sudden the music sort of like faded out and I looked outside and I saw like the last one go over and I was like, no. Um, I also remember thinking at the time, I was like, I should record this for my vlog. <laughs> it would be content. Um, and then... I remember being like, well, I'm up now, so I should get up. And I went into the bathroom and Alex had bought this new toothpaste and it was basically like, it was blue plastic and shaped like a milk curtain, I guess. But when you pinch the top of it, the nozzle came out and moved around and it was in the shape of, um, oh, what's her name? from Monsters Inc the one that was like I'm watching you Wazowski and it was it was like she came towards you and then <laughs> then fired the toothpaste out I don't know it was odd um, and then I remember this like completely unrelated there was this fear of the dream where I had to like drop camera equipment off at someone's flat um and it turned out that they were like the granddaughter of a friend of Maggie Smith. And as I turned out, they were they were watching this video and it was Maggie Smith and them like dancing around happy. And she was like, oh, you like, didn't you get to work? Oh, I think I told her oh, I worked with her on Downton Abbey. And she was like, oh, yeah, she's such a laugh, isn't she? She's so fun. Um, and I was like, no, um, she was, she always like seemed a bit annoyed when we were, <laughs> when we were filming. So I guess I didn't get to see that side of her. Um, and yeah, that's what I remember of this, the little part of the dream. Uh, but yes, the end. Bye bye. <laughs> 
Oh just my God. Maggie Smith just haunting my dreams. Why she didn't is. she like me? She just didn't like you. Oh yeah, she's so lovely, isn't she? No. No, she looked at me funny once. She, she hates got me. really angry at me. <laughs> Good for you for seeing the fun side of Maggie Smith, I suppose. Yeah. Must be nice to be liked by Maggie Smith. <laughs> I have a feeling that the reason I had this dream was, so the first bit, I definitely know for sure why, but this, the Maggie Smith part, the actress, so I've probably told this on the podcast before, but for those who don't know, I used to work on Downton Abbey and there, the first time I ever got to see Maggie Smith, I was so like in awe and starstruck by her that I jumped out the way because I was like, I have to get out of her way or she'd be annoyed at me. And I jumped out of the way. But that just meant that I didn't hold the door open for her. And the look she gave me was so angry. I was like, oh my gosh, I should have, I should have held the door open for Maggie Smith. And now all I've done is just jumped out the way, trying to be polite, but let a door close on her. Um, And she was with another actress who was one of my like favorite childhood actresses because <laughs> she used to play the mum in the borrowers uh her name has oh, completely yeah. escaped me but she's like a very oh hey maybe she didn't even play the mum in the borrowers maybe i've misremembered that i think i have the tv show or the movie uh hey. where is she penelope wilton okay was she in the borrowers have i completely misremembered that Oh, have I Penelope chucked her in with someone else? Wilton. Yeah. For some reason, I've always associated her with the Borrowers, but maybe she wasn't even mm. in. Oh no, Return of the Borrowers. Yeah, she was the Borrowers mini TV series. Yes, well, it was very mini. Um, so I think because she was like an actress from my childhood, it just hit a bit harder that she would be disappointed yeah. in me because I guess it's like that parental disappointment almost why um, are you disappointing so many people in your dreams don't know <laughs> <laughs> but I think I saw her in a trailer recently and I think that is what made me have this dream I guess that um I don't think what it would have been for but i definitely saw her for something and i was just like oh like like every time i see her on tv now i feel disappointed in myself oh <laughs> no it's that same level of like oh i wish she could have liked me um <laughs> but the first part of the dream i think goes back to the having difficulty waking up um or like getting out of bed because I think it's a mixture of two things. I think because like outside was this amazing like once in a lifetime event to witness these like shooting stars that they were like brilliant like turquoise and well not really turquoise they were like this really like cerulean and purple and they were so fascinating and I just kept thinking like I'm missing them because I'm still in my gym jams in bed. But also I think I had this feeling of like because I started doing my vlogs again this year like weekly vlogs yeah and I had this feeling of like well this is good content like I should get out there and film it because that will be good for a vlog sort of thing and I think when you do something like a weekly vlog when you are just a person you do feel like 
this is so boring. Why does, why should, why should I have the audacity to think that anyone's going to care what I do? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is why I don't do them because I just sit at my PC all day. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, I think it was Hi, that. everyone, I'm back in my chair. It's like, be real. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm at my computer again. Yeah, yep. I'm in my gym jams lying on the floor again. <laughs> but yeah, I think, it, I think it was just that sort of feeling of like, because uh, I think in that week in particular, I'd done a really short vlog. So I was like, I just didn't do anything this week. Um, I was busy with freelance editing, which is stuff that I can't show. So... It was just like, outside of that, I didn't really do anything because I was tired. So, um, yeah, I think I think that was just my dreams way of trying to dream up something interesting that I could show people. <laughs> and then I didn't even film it because I was just in, in my Udi in my bedroom. Yeah, it, it was that was probably you like thinking about that though like thinking about the 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 vlog and being like oh it's gonna be so boring like why you were putting yourself down you were like (laughs) why would people watch this i need something more important yeah and meanwhile maggie smith's standing there like you're a bitch and it's just like (laughs) your brain is just constantly attacking itself in your sleep yeah (laughs) get it together oh no What's going on in my head? It's anxiety. Oh, okay. Oh. (laughs) Which flavor of anxiety do I have today? (laughs) The Maggie Smith variety. (laughs) But yeah, I think it is one of those things with like streaming uh, and and probably a lot of other things, but this is the only one I can really talk for is like, you do get that thing of like, why is anyone watching this? Why do people watch me? I'm just me. I, I guess because you know yourself the most, we're naturally going to be the most boring person to ourselves. So it's difficult to see that from a perspective of someone who doesn't know everything about us. And that, you know, it, it's just difficult to see how I could be of any interest to anyone. So mm-hmm. I think it's just... Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, that is one of those things as a creator. Like the amount of times I've been on stream and I've been like, why are you watching me? <laughs> why are you here? <laughs> why are you here? <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like you can't win because if people aren't watching, you're like, oh, it must be because well, of me. <laughs> and then if people are watching, you're just like, oh, I feel like a fraud. And I'm, I'm an imposter. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so there's just no real way to win. No winning. Other than to just, you know, get over it. Yeah. <laughs> pull yourself together <laughs> um, oh my gosh my goodness a lot of different topics discussed throughout those dreams yeah yeah there was just stuff happening all over the place yeah I, I feel like mine was so streamlined compared to yours it's it's so crazy to, to compare them because <laughs> usually honestly yeah. mine are all over the bloody place as well yeah, but, but yeah, that one particularly—it had a constant thing that was happening, and no other weird stuff really happened. Yeah, it was. Yeah, whereas you were just having a party up there, Bears, <laughs> Maggie Smith. I I like that in dreams, like in that second dream. It was pretty much the same theme throughout, but it's like my brain was like, okay, I feel like you're not getting it. 
So I'm going to package it slightly different. <laughs> but I just want you to know everyone's still disappointed in you. <laughs> but now in this way. <laughs> it's like, oh, thank you. Thank oh, you. I, I understand now. That's, that's nice. so much. <laughs> Love that. Oh, we're fine, though. Yeah. We're fine. We're fine. <laughs> we're totally fine. Maybe one day I'll meet Maggie Smith and Penelope Winton again, and I will wow them. And they'll be like, wow, I'm, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> we misjudged you. Person that we've literally never thought I'm of since that day. So proud of you, Bryony. And then Lewis will appear and just be like, you know, you're doing a, you're doing all right. And then the penguins will start clapping. Oh, the bear and will the bear applaud. Shows up and claps. <laughs> oh my god, the perfect dream. <sighs> the end. The end. end of the movie, where I'm played by someone. Intelligent and gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever thought about who you would cast as yourself in a film? <laughs> I always say, um, oh, fucking hell, what's her name? Miss Chanchpool. <laughs> oh, the, what, the old one or the new one? No, the old one. Um, oh, God, what's her name? I've forgotten. The new one was Emma Thompson, wasn't it? Was it? Was it? I think so. Pam Ferris. Pam Ferris. Love Pam Ferris. What a legend. <laughs> I guess I just have to be played by Hannah Murray. That's <laughs> the only person I've ever told I I look like. I don't, I don't see it, but then again, I don't really know what I look like. <laughs> so maybe that's why. I feel like I'm definitely going to look like Pam Ferris when I'm older. She looks so much like my nan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> She can, she can, she can be me in my biopic. I'm trying to think if I've seen her in anything else. She was um, the the auntie in Harry Potter three who got blown up. Oh my gosh! Uh, she she was Miss Trunchbull. Pam Ferris has been in tons of stuff. She's big. Rosemary and Time, Darling Buds of May, Paul the Midwife. She was in Gavin and Stacey. Gavin and Stacey. Done all the classics. Well. Um, I feel like we've, you know, we'd we actually got through some stuff. We've we've talked about quite a lot of stuff on this talking podcast. What a good session. Good, good yeah, well, well done. Therapy I'm proud session. Of you, Thank you. <laughs> That's what I wanted to hear. <laughs> um, do we have a question? I feel like we've already asked people what actor would play them. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of penguins? Yeah. Tell us what you think of penguins. Do you think they're silly? Do you think they would fall over if they watched a plane fly overhead? Do you think that's believable? believable. <laughs> I, I can see it. I, 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 I don't think it's something that's specific to penguins, but I can totally imagine them doing it for sure. What, have you done it? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um, thank you, Kirsty, for a very lovely chat. Thank you, Bryony. And until next time, bye-bye for now, everyone. Bye-bye.